Do you know what the month of January is most famous for? No, it's not winter. It's not even New Year's Day. The thing that January is most famous for is resolutions. New Year's resolutions. How do those go for you, I wonder? You know, sometimes we make resolutions to God, too. How has that worked out? And what if Jesus had made resolutions rather than promises? Well, that's what this episode is all about. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story a story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. January is the month of starting over. It is the month of the New Year's resolution, the promise we make to ourselves to start over. Think about the kinds of resolutions you normally make in January. Here are some of the classics. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to stop smoking. Watch less television save more money. What do all of these resolutions have in common? Well, they all require a change in your life. They all express your desire to start over. The problem is most of us fail when it comes to our January resolutions before the month of January is even over. Those old habits creep back into our lives, sometimes quickly, sometimes little by little, until we reach the point where, well, basically nothing has changed. Old habits die hard. Why? Well, because if we're honest, we have to admit that our hearts just are not in it. Our heads tell us we want to change, that we want to start over, and we convince ourselves it's true. This time, it will be different. This time, I really mean it. But the truth is, that's your head talking, not your heart. The same thing happens when it comes to your relationship with God. Something happens in your life, and you decide you need to get closer to Him. Usually, the plan goes something like this. I will pray more. Read my Bible more. Go to church more. Give more money to the church. I'm going to be a better person. In other words, the plan is to butter up the Lord so he will be so impressed with you that he can't help but send showers of blessings your way. But in the end, that plan is no more useful than your January plan to start over. 
because those promises to God are no more than January resolutions in disguise. You make them with your head, not with your heart. Let me ask you this. What if Jesus had made resolutions instead of promises? What if Jesus had said in his head something like this? Yes, I will go to the cross, beaten and bloodied, and once there, I will let the Roman guards drive spikes into my hands and feet. I will wear a crown of thorns. I will take on all of the sin of all mankind, and I will suffer and die because that is the only way you can get into heaven. But if this had been only a January resolution, do you think Jesus would have gone through with the plan? Or would he have changed his mind at some point? He had plenty of opportunities to change his mind and turn around and go the other way. What if he had decided to just forget the whole plan and go back to the glories of heaven where he could share eternity in the presence of angels on streets of gold? I mean, who could have blamed him? The good news is that Jesus did not make his promise with his head. He made it with his heart. In his heart, he said, I love you so much that nothing will stop me from dying for you and living for you so you can eventually live with me. If you really want to get closer to God, then it's not your head that needs to change. It's not your head that needs to start over. It's your heart. Give God your heart and your life will follow. Then you'll find yourself doing all of those good things for God, not because you want to butter him up, but because you are so close to him that they are simply reflections of the relationship you have with him already. Paul said something similar in his letter that he wrote to the Romans. Someone translated it like this. Paul said, As long as you did what you felt like doing, ignoring God, You didn't have to bother with right thinking or right living or right anything for that matter. But do you call that a free life? What did you get out of it? Nothing you're proud of now. Where did it get you? A dead end. But now that you found you don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do and have discovered the delight of listening to God telling you, what a surprise. A whole, healed put together life right now with more and more of life on the way. Work hard for sin your whole but God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus, our Master. Why not this year resolve in January to give up the good intentions of your head and instead give up your heart to God? That is the only way to start over with Him in a way that will make a difference, not just for now, but forever. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, He never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification, He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's word, salvation, heaven, 
or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.